Okay, we'll start with the Nokar Mantra. Om Namo Arihantanam Om Namo Sritanam Om Namo Ayariyanam Om Namo Uvachayanam Namo Loe Savasahunam Heso Panchanamokaro Sauva Pava Parnasano Mangalamancha Savesim Paramam Havai Mangalam Paramam Havai Mangalam So Mihir is taking the class today, but he's doing good work with the 3P program, so he's going to be a little late. So he asked me to introduce anger, and um, because that's what he wants to talk about today. So who remembers the our four enemies? Anger, ego, deceit, greed. Deceit. Right. Yes. Anger, ego, deceit, and greed. These are the things we are supposed to conquer and that we can conquer. And the first one is anger, anger so that's the first step. Um, the effects of anger... Um, I'm on chapter 8 of the book. Uh, anger makes one forget about the difference between good and bad and react blindly without discretion. It ruins relationships and love in a split second. And some anger causes violence. So then we go on to... Um, has anybody... We've been talking about this for a while. Has anybody managed to conquer their anger? Not conquer for sure. Right. <laughs> Control a little bit, yes. That's great. And so has it brought value to your life? Absolutely, yeah. Right. Um, and so the uh, ways to conquer anger are uh, preventing it or redirecting it as it's created. So some ways we can do that are holding your breath and doing deep breathing. Um, practicing forgiveness, letting some time go by before we bring our thoughts back onto the topic, looking at, uh, looking at things from other people's points of view, especially when something uh, other people are causing you to be angry. Who is, what is the main driver of anger in your life? Expectations. Expectations, right? Because we have defined anger as a product of our expectations not matching reality. Uh, who are the main, who, what are the main expectations that you continually find being um, subverted in your life? What are the main causes of anger in your life? What expectations do you have that are never being fulfilled properly? Well, never is a strong word. Not never, okay. but it's sometimes. Most of the time. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. for you. Kids not listening. Yeah, you know, it's our kids, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because we always expect more out of them, but mm -hmm. a lot of times we don't, you know, we. it's tough because we don't remember being kids, and we don't mm -hmm. remember, you know, I try my best to put myself in their shoes. But even some things they know, you know they know, and you've known they've done previously that they've expressed uh, good behaviors in certain ways, 
but they mess up, right? And then we get angry because we're like, because we say, well, I thought you knew this already. Like, I thought we were past this and moving on to the next thing, right? So I think the, the thing I iterate with my kids is uh, when I get angry is I have to repeat myself, which is the same thing you're saying. Yeah. So I've told you three times and now you're not getting it. So now my frustration is that <laughs> this is not working. It's not successful. And I expect that after the third time that this would work like a charm. Right. <laughs> right. Come on in, yeah, let's close the door, keep uh, a little warm. So we talked about um, anger in our life and the effects of anger and how to get rid of them. Of course, we've defined as anger as the mismatch between expectations and reality. That's the leading cause of anger. And we've identified the number one source of that mismatch in our life is our children. <laughs> <laughs> great. Uh, it, great. Thank you for introducing the topic. So, let me send a with them real quick. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So, I want to start with one question. Let me say it in Gujarati and Hindi first, and then I'll translate it in English. In Gujarati, we always say, Gusso avej hai. Or Hindi, we say, Gusso aata hai. Or anger just comes. What do you think? Is it anger just comes or we create anger? We create it. We create it. Yeah. Does everybody agree with that? Sometimes yeah. that's not the case. It just, I mean, it's not always created. It can be a reflex to something it's which like is. an instantaneous reaction. So reaction. we are not like. Uh, you're not sitting and like create, I want to create anger. It's not like that. It just, it happens in an instant. It happens in an instant, right? So yeah. yeah. A lot of time we feel like it happens in an instant. Yeah. So, uh, I, I said a provision and I, 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 had, I had the same mindset that it just comes. We don't create anger. It, it's natural. And today I'm going to try to explain there's a science behind anger. It's not just it comes. There is steps, and we go through different steps, and we can catch, if we are successful catching ourselves in any of these steps, we can actually stop anger. And let's talk through this today. So I'm going to put myself in a driving position here. I'm leaving my home. I'm going to work. I have a very important meeting. So I'm leaving early, actually, to go to this, uh, to go to this meeting, to be there in the right mindset, right frame, because I'm going to... Uh, presenting to my CEO, it's very important for my career. So I, I'm prepared, I get in the car, I leave my house in the morning, and I have an expectation from myself that I want to be reached there on time and in the proper mindset, so I can be at my best in this presentation today. So I'm, I'm doing all the right thing, I'm, I'm sitting in the car, leaving, I'm in the driving position and I'm driving at speed limit because I don't want anything to go wrong today. Somebody comes in front of me and start driving at five miles per hour less than the speed limit. Okay. If you were in this situation, what would be your reaction? What would be your feeling? Lots of the chain, the lane, chain, the lane, 
Change the link? Well, first you'll say a couple words. And yeah, like, really, why is he coming in front of me? <laughs> to do just that. If you wanted, you could have behind, gone behind me and done that. Right. <laughs> Come on, Bobby. <laughs> See? I've done a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Yeah. But, I mean, it's, it's a valid reaction. One of them is change the lane. One of them could be say something and then... Uh, then change the lane. <laughs> so, in any way, you have an expectation. Right. And now, let's assume, just to, to make it a little bit more, more complicated, the other lane, uh, you, you are in the left lane, and the right lane, you and your principal, you don't want to switch from the right lane, or the right lane is full. And this person can go in the right lane and just drive at 60 mile, uh, 65, let's say, for, for example. So now you have an expectation in your mind, right? That the person in this lane should drive at 70 miles per hour. Let's switch a little bit. You are the one driving at 70 miles per hour, and the person behind you wants to be 75. Are you doing anything wrong? No. But somebody has expectation for you to go 75. Can you do anything about that? Well, as per law, it's not. So now you're convincing yourself that it's okay to drive at 75. Uh, or it's 70. okay to drive at 70 because it's speed limit and you're not breaking any law. But who says you can't drive at 75? Uh, you can get a ticket, but it's still okay. So that person wants to, it's fine with driving at 75. So with that said, you have an expectation for somebody to drive at at least the speed limit. Okay? So the, the stage number one, and I, I think rightly so, it starts with expectation. And even with our kids, we have expectation for Nirek and Jenobi to get ready for Pachala and get in the car at 9 o'clock. If it's 9.10, they're not meeting our expectation. That's where it starts. That's where the anger starts. And I think any of the case, I think uh, I'd like to discuss where everywhere you think that it's actually not a creation of anger, it just comes. So we, we started with the anger uh, question. Is anger created or it just comes? Created. And, and create is one, and we had some opinion that it just comes. Uh, I also at one time thought it just comes. I mean, it's natural. I mean, I can't do anything about it. So that, so this is the stage number one expectation. Now, what's the stage number two? The stage number two, it goes from ex expectation, and by the way, in the Gujarati, the, in the Prabhupada, Maharaj have used the word apeksha. Apeksha means expectation. Then the second stage is agra, means insistence. How would you insist the other person to drive at 70 miles per hour instead of 65. What are the ways you can use to insist that? Hold on. Yeah, <laughs> right? In, we see it in India all the time. People hug. <laughs> there is another way that's popular in, in Texas. Which one is that one? You go very close. Tailgating. Tailgating, yeah. Right? So you insist that that person should do at least drive 70 miles per hour. Right? Reinforce. Reinforce. There are multiple different ways. You know, our kids do that all the time. And we, now, they're not getting in the car. The kids are not getting ready. So we insist, yes, you have to get ready. You have to be in the car by this time. 
You know what we don't talk about is we use the kids example a lot because the kids are the main driver. Yeah. But we don't talk about the kids' expectations. What are the kids' expectations? <laughs> Their expectation is to be what? I don't know, left alone or like <laughs> their expectations is for you to do it for them or for you to tell them ten times and not nine times? Like but I really we what are the kids' expectations and how is that making them angry? I'll give you an example. My kid's expectation and happened this morning. His expectation was to watch TV because Sunday's our TV day. So his expectation is to spend as much time as I can before we get into car right. to watch TV. Our Jeremy's expectation is to do as slow as possible. I, she's never in a hurry. Always we are. But. So it's true that it's somebody else's expectation. Somebody else has a different expectation than ours. But now we're insisting. We're saying you have to do this. You have to drive at 70 miles per hour. So this is a stage two from expectation. Now we have gone up one level up and we are saying insisting. How is insisting a form of anger or inciting an anger? Like insistence can be in a form of politeness also, right? Yes. We I mean, can insist yeah. politely as well. Yes, and absolutely. And insistence, actually, it's a, it's a pretty good thing to do if, if you have persistence and insistence and persistence. I mean, you continue doing something for something good, it's great. So, for example, if I insist my kids to get ready and, you know, in a positive way and get them in the car by the time, that's great. But I am, if I am telling them, you have to now, right now, it's a different mindset, right? I mean, there are, it could be a positive mindset, which is a positive thing, but it could be a, uh, it could go either way. Yeah. And, and we're saying, we're going to a scenario or a, a science behind getting angry. So, insistence is a second stage of uh, any other examples of, I mean, a positive insist, uh, insist, insistence is, is pretty good. Mm -hmm. uh, but in this case, we are, I am right now driving in the car and I, I want this person to to get out of uh, uh, my lane or do something or drive at 70 miles of hour, 70 miles per hour, so I can, I can meet my expectation. So that's second one, which is agraha. The third one is ahankar, ego. Right? It, I, I'll take a, this example and you all can laugh, but let's say I'm driving a Corvette. And the other person is driving some sort of a, uh, uh, a downgraded truck in the middle and driving at 65 miles per hour. Or let's say 18-wheeler for that fact. I know I, I can drive 120 in 33 seconds. I can get to zero 100 and something in three seconds. And this person can't even uh, drive that kind of pickup. Now, I'm going to say, yes, I can do this. Or in our kid's example, which is our favorite example, I'm adult. I have a right to to push them because I am their parent. That's sometimes an ego. I mean, it, or husband's wife expectation. That's um, like, you know, yes, you need to do the dishes. Why do I do the dishes? I come from work and you come from work. And uh, we all do the same thing. So why do I have to do the dishes every day and things like that? So now there is an ego part that comes into it. And we... Obviously, once, once we get to this level, now it's more emotional to us. I mean, kids are not listening, or this person is, is driving in the middle, 18 wheeler right in front of my car, where 
in theory, no, it doesn't say everywhere, but the 18-wheeler should not be, in a practical sense, 18-wheeler should not be driving in the left lane. Why is that person even staying in the left lane? Any other examples of ego that you can think of? I think there's ego also when we say, hey, how, I, especially with kids, right? At your age, we did these things. No one had to tell us. It came to us naturally, or, you know, what are we accustomed to doing? How come I have to keep telling you over and over and doing these things? Right? Ego, I did it. Why can't you do it? Yeah. What's different about your age and my age? You always go back and say, when our parents used to call, we used to just stand up and go without any questions being asked or back answers. Or <laughs> but these days you see, you have to call five, six times, and then seven times mm -hmm. they might hear you and still stay quiet and not even adhere to what you are saying. Or that is like the first form expectation. That's not ego. I mean, I don't think you have ego with your kids. There may be something that, you know, you may say this can be done this way, the kid thinks it can be done another way, but then you say, no, no, but then you say, I'm, I'm the elder one, I know how to do it. So that's where the ego comes in. When I say I, we, or whatever, we did this, it's, so I'm making my, myself look like I was able to do something, why can't you do it? Or we always say, oh, well, Johnny over there, your school has... You know, reading books is this thing. Why are you not reading books this thing? Mm -hmm. It's all about ego, getting someone else's, uh, you know, yeah. accomplishments and right, yeah, expectations, more, more. but we're taking someone's accomplishments and yeah, saying Mostly with kids, we forget the principle of Anekantwad, that even they may have a view, different view. Right. Yeah. We are like, we are trying to thrust our view on them that, hey, this is how it should be done. They may have some, some of And it's, it's, a, it's a great example because Every time we try, sometimes with, sometimes we don't try to, we sublime our ego in front of our kids, but we're trying to challenge their ego sometimes. And my Nirek tells me a lot of times, Dada, you're bragging. Because I'll, I'll do exercise, like, Dada, you're bragging. And I try to explain him, it's not bragging. But if you think from his perspective, it is. You know, it's like, oh, I can, I can do so many uh, jump ropes. Oh, yeah, you, and he says that. You're bragging, that means it is true. I mean, at least in his mind, I am trying to, to challenge his ego to come up, but unconsciously I'm bragging about myself. I am, my ego is superior, trying to show at least. So yes, that, these are uh, excellent examples. So this is the third stage. So now we have not only expectation to somebody to drive at speed. Second, we're insisting, we honk, we're tailgating. Third thing, we're just saying now, we're even thinking more and more, this person should get out because it's an 18 wheeler and I'm driving a Corvette. I should be able to drive 70 miles per hour, if not 80 or 90, something like that. So this is a, the stage number three, uh, where we, uh, uh, we have reached now in our anger, or uh, uh, um, how, how do we get or create anger. The fourth one is Asakti. This one was so difficult for me to understand. To be honest, and I, I translated that into English as attachment, indulgence, and infatuation. You know, have you ever seen a kids that, from a standpoint that I want it versus I have to have it? Like, I just, asakti means such a love that I just, now at this point, I'm, I'm just giving up. I'm going to put all the efforts to get this. 
for for example, I mean, let's say I want an iPhone, you know, uh, or I can afford it for myself nowadays. But as a kid, kids want an iPhone. They just want it so bad. They're teenagers right now, and they want the iPhone just because peer pressure or something like that. They just want it, and they they're ready to get to any level uh, to get to to get this iPhone. Now it could be a positive. You can turn it to say, okay, you know what? Yeah, if you get all A's, we'll get you iPhone or something like that. As a parent, we agree. I'm just trying to explain the uh, the word asakti, and maybe you guys have some ideas you can share. My idea of asakti is addiction. Basically, okay. Yeah. Basically, you are not able to let go of something that you are, you know, addicted to. Yeah. So, smoking. You know, people are addicted to that. That's yeah. asakti. You know, you can't uh, let go. You know, that habit. So. Yeah, that's that's a great example. I think one way people might understand it is if you use the word investment, you're so invested in the situation that it is this a higher stage of anger because first um, it's you're just your expectations aren't being met, and you have an opportunity to catch it there by saying, oh well, you know that was a wrong expectation. A second, you insist it, so now it's uh, even more because, let's say, you're right because the law says that I'm right or because I'm the parent that I'm right. Um, the third way is that you become, you make it part of your ego because you say, well, you know, I have a Corvette or I'm the parent or something like that. And the fifth one, the fourth one is investment. That is, well, now that you've done these three things, you know you're right, you're the right identity, and you have the right expect right expectations, well, now you're really invested in this fight. And now forget about those other three things and whether you could have overcome them. Now it's just a fight. And now if it's just a fight, then I'm going to win this fight. That, absolutely. I think this is the, probably the, the very good way to explain it. It's that it, when, you, when we get into it, it's oh, now let's, I mean, that ego has had even elevated at this level, uh, especially if I'm attached to something it's uh, whether it's a kid whether it's the person driving in front of us now we're gonna show them right now we're gonna cut into the right lane forget about our own principles even that I don't want to pass from right lane I'm just gonna do it and 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 just move on ahead so yes uh, that's 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 great any 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 other thought on asakti again you know kids getting hooked to Television or even cell phones, you know, we give them it's their asakti, you know, they won't let go of it, you know, unless we shout at them, hey, it's enough. So, yeah. getting hooked on to something like and uh, not able to let go of uh, in an instant or, you know, after you insist, they, they, they won't let go. So, so, so now we're just getting to uh, with, with asakti, with the indulgence, with our infatuation for this. Now I really have to drive at 70 miles per hour. Because it's a public road, it allows, I'm right, I'm going to do it. So you can do it different ways, right? You have, may have uttered some word initially, or now, I mean, you were just at the point that you're going to show that person. You're going to get in front of them, that's different options. I mean, we all know. You can lower the car and make some gestures if you want to, or you can just say, uh, and let's move on. But whether you actually do something or not, sometimes we express our feeling and sometimes we don't. Sometimes it's just an internal. Now, we, we have gone through those phases and get to a point that we're really angry right now, whether we express it or not. We have, we have that happen in our mind. And 
we're at a state that whether this person cares or not, this person knows or not, I'm an, I'm, I'm an angry person. And you, you still keep on going, you're now back to 70 miles per hour, you've made your expectation, but within the last five minutes, your state of mind has changed a little bit. You were pretty positive when you left your home. You have this happen in front of you that the person you didn't have any control over and somehow that person succeeded to get you from a very neutral state to an angry state of mind. You're reaching office, you are actually before time, you actually saved one minute. Yeah, you mean, you know, you because you were prepared, you got there one minute early. But what do you think your, your position is going to be in this presentation where you wanted, really wanted to be in a neutral mindset? From a, from a thought level, from a mind level, do you think you'll be better off not having this happen, this episode that somehow took place? You went through five stages. So these are the five stages. Again, I, I'll, I'll like to repeat. So we, we start with an expectation that we really didn't have control over. The second stage was that we insisted that we really want to drive at speed limit. The third thing we brought ego into place. The fourth was infatuation or indulgence. And the fifth state we have now achieved the state of anger. So with that said, I had two objectives at the beginning. As I said, I wanted to reach office on time, I wanted to make the presentation, but I wanted to be in the right mindset. I have achieved one of them. I have achieved that I'm one minute early, I'm on time, everything is great, I can, but the other, I'm not so sure about. Maybe I have a slight modification in that state of mind. So, now think of an example. where you think just the, the anger is natural, just, just an example that you think an anger is natural. That anybody, anybody in this world should get angry in this situation. Someone slaps you. Someone slaps you, right? Yeah. Do we think that when somebody slaps you, and assume in this case without any reason, just you didn't do anything wrong, that somebody came and slapped you? I mean, you know, Gandhiji is a pretty good example. Yeah. He says that, I mean, at least one person in the world will not get upset, at least as we know. As we know, and uh, we have not seen Gandhiji uh, ourselves. But, but yes, why, why do you think that's... Um, can, can we describe if somebody comes and slaps you? So first, like, let me see it uh, actually counter me on this uh, example. So first, we have an expectation that somebody should not come ever and slap us without any reason. So, so I'll give you a funny example. This really happened in my middle school. Um, it was, wasn't the first day of school or second day. And uh, it's a very packed uh, middle school. And uh, another kid uh, runs into me and says, he literally tells me, if I see you and bump into me, I'm going to hit you. This is early in the day. Near end of the day, walking out, going home, or whatever it was, he bumped into me again. He saw me, he hit me. He didn't slap me, he hit me. <laughs> of course, I felt a little embarrassed or crying, but 
Yeah, it, uh, he felt like, hey, you came in my space again. I warned you, don't do it again. And he just literally hit me. So, yeah, I guess you know, he had a feeling that uh, don't bump into me. Or, you know, and I, especially you're the same guy I told you once, and don't do it. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, did you, did you get angry? I was more shocked and disbelieved that someone remembered that. And uh, my chances of running into him again was, uh, yeah, I, I don't think I felt angry <laughs> versus, like, what happened here? This doesn't happen normally. And uh, crying was more likely. And, uh, it, you know, <clears throat> a lot, lot of things, uh, even from thought perspective, we think it just comes to us. And same thing, anger. We just think it comes to us. It's just natural to us. But again, I, I think even in going back to the example, we have an expectation that somebody just we can't just come to us and just hit us, right? That's an expectation that we have for somebody, which we don't have any control over. Now, if you were in a position that you were stronger than him, right? I mean, let's say he's uh, you were much stronger than him. You could have given the the response. Your ego would kick in, says, "You know what? You hit me once. You're gonna pay for it." You will hit three. I mean, you'll get three. That could be a, a way of response, which you actually, for whatever reason, you did not choose that option at that point. So, once again, I, I, I feel, and I'm not convinced yes, 100%, but I think that the, the, the uh, anger we create, as, uh, as I think Tamir already said in the beginning, and something that we can control and actually it it's it's in our benefit not for somebody else i think it's in our benefit because if we can avoid that somehow and uh, you know it's one of those things that happen a lot in our our um, when we drive i mean now kids have started watching because you know uh, somebody's driving slow or somebody's not doing something right and we say oh they're on phone so kids were automatically he's like you know what uh, they might be on phone so we have kind of created in their mindset because now we have almost, in a way, reacted to anger about why this person is not driving properly. And we have given a conclusion that this person, because they're on phone, now that they're, they're not, we're not already affected ourselves, we are affected kids as well. And it, it might not be a great example of anger, but it's an example of something that we're not happy, we're not meeting our expectation. And sometimes when we are really in a rush, we will get to a point that we'll be angry at that situation instead of just saying, okay, you know, it's somebody else's way of doing things. What's the insistent stage on the unprovoked hit on you? Yeah. What is the... No, so, in, in his example, the, the kid actually insisted once or twice, maybe, and then he actually did it. No, but so we're talking about your Because this is one of the stages okay. that leads to anger, right? So if somebody hits you, right, you have an expectation that not to be hit. But then what's the insistence? Yeah, so in, in some cases, you will not go through all the five stages. You will uh -huh. directly jump from first to the last. Uh -huh. and, and that happens in the split sec second reactions. I thought you would just do all... Because we know you can be angry like almost instantaneously. Yeah. But I thought you still have to go through all five within, you know, it just happens very fast. But no? Well, here, here's the thing. I, I don't know the perfect answer, but here's, okay. as you ask this question, I, I think about this. So, for example, 
in, in your example, you had this happen to you. Now, obviously you had an expectation that somebody in mind, let's yes, tell me yes or no, but that somebody can't just come and hit you. Right? I mean, do you have an expectation that somebody would come and just hit you? Is that yeah, you know, face so it? Would not, right? Or would not, yeah. So the second thing is now, somebody has done it, right? You have a, you are now, uh, your insistence is, in this case, is guess what? I'm going to get revenge. I, I'm, I'm not, not only that, you have a thought in your mind that I want to take revenge, and not only that you want to take revenge, but you have to take revenge. But is that not ego in that case? If you that's ego too. So the ego the next one where yeah ego the next one where how you. dare he you know I'm Ashish Mehta you can't hit mm -hmm. me I'm the I'm the bully of the school right mm -hmm. I'm taller than you you can't come and hit me. like a little short kid you can have that same same example as a short kid would have turned around and I told you not to hit me a bump into me and he would have hit me and I said what do you think you're doing you don't know me. And so we have the ability to stop anger at each one of these stages, right? I think so. Yeah. And I think you're right. Anger out is kind of created because you're not born with that feeling of anger. It's the how you're you're seeing things around you, you're learning from them, and then the situations around you, you're making up your mind that this is probably the right thing to react in a way for a situation. And I mean, slowly that gets ingrained into you. So I, I feel it's right, it's created, it's not like natural, it's something you develop with time. And then it's up to you how to control that uh, with, with proper measures which, which we learn. Yeah, these yeah. anger in, in itself is not bad. I don't think in itself is bad, but channeling your anger into a, in, in a proper way, that, that's what you should think about, how so you channel it. So is this just the, when you clearly define you now reach to the anger state. I mean, uh, you think about this, every step is gradually building it up or instantaneously, but is there your action will tell you you are, uh, or just the thought that you are angry or something you talk, say, that's when you define your anger, an angry person right now? Because to me, it's important to to know the difference between, you know, uh, or tell, teach the kids something that is, this is the right thing. If the person is doing something wrong, kids must do know that this is wrong. Whether it is driving at the wrong speed limit, somebody hitting you, that piece is, that is, it has to have a very clear definition, right? Who's doing right, who's doing wrong. What you do about it is the next step, right? In this case, if you had an expectation, well, you should have an expectation that somebody is going to drive in front of you. You may not reach on time. You may not do these things right. So if you have that expectation ahead of the time, obviously you can you start early. You, yeah, I mean, it, you can have plan B or even after starting early car breakdown, yeah. right? Any, any kind of things could happen and you don't reach office at all, Yeah. right? Um, obviously, it's very easy to say then face that one. But when you have those differences, if you know those two, three differences, at what stage you consider yourself that you define as now you have reached the angry state? Is, is this your just a thought coming in your mind? Wrong thoughts coming in your mind? Will it tell you that, oh, you already reached to that stage or you take an action? 
What's what's the definition of you are now in that state? In, in my mind, as I, as I've thought through this, it's as soon as you you have the thought in your mind, whether you react or express your feeling or not, you have deviated from that normal state that you were in before you started this. So whether somebody else observes it or not, you are. Right, but it, you want it, to observe that in order to avoid that, right? If you don't observe that, you will never avoid it. And we already kind of discussed something like the thoughts comes and goes. When you pick and choose which thought you want to follow, is defined, that will define your action, right? So if the thought comes where you feel like doing something and you stop yourself, are you still angry? Do, do you think the thought comes or you originate the thought? Because we can open the J4E. Tell me what was this? In my opinion, thought origin we originate the thought. We, in our mind, create things, and we have a lot of things that we probably pass thousands of thoughts in, in, in an hour or minutes and things like that. But even there, we have, we have a control over it, whether we create that thought or not. Going back to the, the question regarding uh, expectation and telling kids what to do right and things like that. I think when, when we do things over the time, we sometimes skip the step like you said earlier. We go from one to the other. But not that it's just, just happened. Because we are, every time somebody gets in front of us at 65 miles per hour, it's already an ego. Because we know the first two steps always happens. It's, it's already the very first time we started driving and this happened to us. We convinced ourselves that nobody in front of, uh, sh should be in front of you driving five miles less than hour than speed limit. So now we are already into that, it's the uh, asakti mode. That you just like, you know, it's a smoking cigarette or something like that. It's just same as that. And we just don't realize it because we think we're doing something legal or uh, ethical. I mean, not, it's not health issue or something like that. So we think it's natural to get anger. So that's, that's the scenario where we can skip some steps and get to a straight away uh, to a point where we're just angry now. Because we, we have convinced ourselves that it's a perfect situation to get angry at. Same as somebody slapping or somebody hitting because it, we think it's natural to get angry on a situation like that. Bhavan, I think you brought up two points. The first is that by teaching kids right from wrong, are we setting up that first stage of anger for them, that expectation stage? I don't think that that's true, but I'd have to think about it more. Like I don't, I think that we should teach kids right from wrong and what the law is, and and that may lead to an expectations when somebody else breaks right. the law or somebody else does something that they get angry. But I don't think that we can not teach kids right from wrong because we don't want to set up that first stage. And the second thing you mentioned was that, well, what is, when, it, when would you be considered angry? Is it the thoughts or when, if you arrest the thoughts, is it the speech? And if you arrest the speech, if it's the actions, I think it's a continuum, right? If you just have the bad thoughts and not the speech and the action, you get less karma. But it's possible to not even have the bad thought too, where if somebody cuts in front of you, you, you'd be like, oh yeah, okay, yeah, of course this happened. And then you know, you just move around or you take the restorative action, it's possible not to have the bad thoughts too. So it's a continuum. Obviously, we want to do all of them, but if we can't do all of them, then let's concentrate on not doing actions. And once we conquer that, let's concentrate 
on not doing words. And once we concentrate on that, then we can concentrate on not doing the angry thoughts. Right. Well, the expectations, teaching kids expectation also you should go maybe. We should go a step forward and say, well, that's the right thing to do, but that doesn't mean if it doesn't happen, you need right. to be angry. Maybe right. that's another right thing to teach kids as well. Yeah, and it's complicated. This is one of the things that is complicated because the right answer for each person is different where you are upon the path. Right. In fact, the right answer could be completely opposite for somebody further down the path than for somebody less than. And that's why it's so hard um, to answer questions from a mixed group because everybody is coming in with a different set. And kids, of course, it's just, we just have to, the kids are so far, you know, just starting on their own path that we just have to just start with the right and wrong. Like, right. this is right and wrong. And of course, they get angry when other people do wrong. And why can't we do wrong? And they're doing wrong. And I get angry because of that. Well, then now that you're on this path, now say, oh, okay. You know, now you say, well, yeah, you don't do it. You let them do what they want. It's still wrong, but, you know, whatever. They have, they're in charge of their own soul. Right. So that answer is different than the first yeah. answer. And then when they become an adult, the answer is even right. different. Yeah, right. so it's tough. Uh, uh, other thing that I do want to bring is, you know, a time where you can truly say you are angry probably would be when you observe your breathing pattern. So mm -hmm. your, your breathing changes for sure when you change your uh, emotions, right? And the anger will definitely make that breathing pattern change. So if you can monitor, if you can... What, this is my normal state, you know that, and you realize that and you start noticing that, that's another way to point it out. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. Yeah, mostly when you are angry, you are, you are short of breath, right? Yeah. 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 So it's if your Fitbit to beep that you when you go above a certain heart rate, you'd be like, oh, it's like yeah. a mindfulness. <laughs> <laughs> that causes anger now, huh? Jeez. Yeah, that's a that's a good thought for a startup like to have a anger monitor. Right, you can measure dumb, your heart dumb, rate. Dumb, you can dumb, measure your breathing. Probably, well, maybe not. But I actually so, have an example where my, my Apple Watch told me that you need to do you're doing something wrong when I was sitting down in a in a legal case in front of lawyers and I was being asked and it was about an hour and it actually noticed it and 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 alarmed me that I should get up and walk around. Right. Yeah, that's walk. common, I think. But I'm talking about the anger. Situation like your some device anger meter, like, yeah, wow. You don't know you're getting angry, angry until it's too late. Yeah, so it'll tell you before yeah, it's too you late. You never know. Apple six. I like that. <laughs> it's a feature already. Yeah, something that it's already doing breathing, breathing, you know? Right, exactly. So how about you? Just answered my question. Sorry. Uh, one of the things that I always struggle because my daughter, she's always we teach her that she's about being fair. And her expectation that everybody should act fair all the time. Whether it's cutting the line, whether it's time to speak, whether it's teacher. If teacher just gives uh, more attention to the, this one kid and she's not, and, and ignoring the, the fourth kid, she's not even involved. But her expectation that teacher should be fair all the time. And we struggle with this a lot. And I, I never connected this and she gets angry at it. I never thought that's something that we contributed and then you just alluded to the point that we have set our expectation to be fair because it's always all the time even with Nirek and, and they, they want to watch the, the channels and like oh I saw one serial and then two serials he's a, and she gets into this timing thing and I'm like but it, it's it's very interesting and she gets angry at that because her expectation is everybody should act fair 
I never. Uh, but it's it. more so about teaching kids. Um, they watch and learn, right? So you may be doing a fair thing in your job or in your day-to-day -day life, and kids are around, right? And you are getting angry, maybe because things are not happening fairly in front of them, right? So they are watching that and they are learning that if it's not fair, I need to react in this way. So that's why when you just act accordingly, they will follow the same pattern, right? Yeah. They, they follow us. Kids always yeah. observe parents. They, they always follow, so, yes. And so once uh, parents do good things, fair things, then kids also do the same thing. And the way of expressing anger is also similar. Like, you know, whether it's raising the voice, raising the hand, whatever we do, exactly they think, because they now are trained that they know the parents are angry when they do this or that. So I think it's 11.18. Uh, I'm going to kind of go ahead and make sure we wrap up with five, five stages of anger. And I, I challenge you to think about this five stages as, uh, as you ever get angry, and hopefully you won't. But the first stage is... Expectation. Expectation. The second? Insistence. Agra. The third stage is? Ego. Ankar. Ego. The fourth one? Asakti. Indulgence. Indulgence or investment? Yeah, I think that's a great gateway to indulgence. And the fifth one is? We've reached the peak of it, which is anger. And I repeat it, uh, I said this la uh, last time uh, as we were talking about this topic and the same Maharaj had, had said in different Pravachan, there are seven, seven times and I, I, I definitely don't remember, let's try to see what we can do. I know it's hard and I, I think it's going to be 90% of the time, but even if we can do few, it's great. When you wake up in the morning, you don't want to be angry. And this is our struggle, waking up kids, right? All of us face that. They, they have to go to school, they have to come to Pachala, and when, when they get angry at us, we get angry. Just, it just happens. I mean, it's just one thought provokes another thought. So they are angry, we are controlling at that point, but now at the second stage, we might get angry. So the first thing is not to get angry in the morning. Second thing is not to get angry at night. Just before we sleep, because we have so many thoughts that we create during our sleep. So that's the second step. The third step is when you leave your house, you don't want to be angry. Especially in this, I mean, India, at least you, you don't have to drive all the day. Here, we drive, and there's so many things happening on the road. So I think it makes perfect sense. Fourth, when we come home. Obviously, as we all want, would love to keep our work and life separate. But when we come home, we just have a, we want to make sure that somehow we don't have anger. The fifth one is while eating. We're absorbing that food. There's so much that goes into it. And if you are angry, whether it's at work, whether it's at home, if you're angry while eating, uh, it, it's, it's not, naturally, it's not good for our health. The sixth one is when you're talking to your loved ones. Whether it's your parent, whether it's your child, somebody that you love. <coughs> and the last one is, oh, fortunately I remember the seventh one. So the last one is when you're talking on phone. Let's not get angry when we're talking on phone. And, okay, all seven might be difficult, but at least we can start with fear and, and try, how, try to see how it works and then adopt more as we go. Very good point. Yeah, yeah the very first point I was, when you said, like, well, when you wake up and you're trying to wake up your kids, you know, we tend to get angry. 
वॉट एज वर्क फ्रॉम मी मोस्ट ऑफ द टाइम एज आई टेल माई किड है मैं तेरे को भी दो मिनट में उठाऊंगा एंड ही इज लाइक ही आई आई लाइक इफ यू आर लिस्निंग यू नो मूव यूर हेड यू नो जस्ट नॉट सो ही डज दैट then after two minutes or three minutes when I go he says it's okay because you're setting his expectations setting them so much right yeah i can say that one thing i want to uh, make a question on so the people we love the people we care for we have an expectation and hence that's why the anger comes but the stranger like you said a guy on the street who cut me off maybe i might just blow it away like you said i'm like hey, whatever but for person that i care for love when i'm trying to help them achieve something better and they're not doing it that's the reason i'm getting angry but if he was just in any ordinary joe i'm like he he dropped his food he's not eating his food i don't care i'll walk by and just let it go it's not has nothing to do with me right the problem is we care for them. so if you don't care about them if you don't have the attachment for them my anger will never come <laughs> it's actually if you look in the book <laughs> so that loving is not going to help me i've got to disassociate the right, love right. attachment is a good point yeah so if you look actually this anger so, is part of mm-hmm. aparigraha mm-hmm. uh in our book on page uh 56 that is one of the reasons we actually should practice uh, aparigraha i say this my sister or brother will tell me you the anger more with us angry or whatever you know then maybe step back and then try to motivate that that may be a that's a better way than fear which is based on your anger generalize it into motivation whenever you get angry you just motivate and so your kids are a separate soul from you and they will reap the actions of their karma and that has nothing to do with you and so it it helps sometimes to remember that what well, we're trying to guide them ओ जिनाग नाम रुक के पण बोलाय होतो मिच्छा मेरे पर मिच्छा मेरे पर